Welcome to the GNA Podcast. Oh, where we get drunk and talk about stuff in funny voices. Nah, nah, we're not really going to talk about stuff. We're just going to get drunk tonight. I don't really want to talk about anything. Because I'm... We talked about so much stuff. I mean, really, what is there left to talk about? I mean, we could talk about Damox penis. That'd be a short topic right there. We talked about that a lot, though. We could talk about the fact that uh, that Zyber looks like a red cantaloupe with raccoon eyes. We talk about that. That's a short topic right there, also. <laughs> so, how you guys doing tonight? We're we're being joined by by some great people tonight. We got Damoc joining us. How you feeling, Damoc? Ah, oh, shit, dude. I look rough today because I haven't been doing anything except for vaping and drinking. So, uh, I'm good. How about you? I'm feeling really good, actually. I've uh, been kicking into the 120, and I've actually found an interesting way to make this beer incredibly smooth. And it's not normally something I would do, but you know, except for like things like scotch and stuff like that. But I threw an ice cube in it uh, to just kind of kind of chill it because it's been a bit warm. I just threw an ice cube in it, and it was it's amazing on how smooth that little bit of water has done. It's it's almost like a bourbon or a scotch where that little bit of water has opened it right up because now I'm getting all these different flavors. You know, I said it before, this is like a really dynamic beer. It just keeps changing every single time I try it. But yeah, pretty stoked about it. How about you up there, Shadow? How are you feeling? Uh, exhausted. Just mentally exhausted. Yeah, that's what happens when you get paid the big bucks. But I'm I'm so happy we finally finished that uh, Sam Fisher mission for you guys. Mm. Finally done with that. We finally got it done, and that is amazing that we actually got that done. Oh, none of us none of us were still together when we finished, but no. Finished. And I I think I extracted Sam on a on a flatbed truck. You like spawn a helicopter? I'm surrounded by 50 armed guards. All right, I'm gonna keep going on this flatbed. We we got Zyberblood, the uh the I can't even say redneck because like the entirety of your fester head is, is completely red. Like it's almost glowing in the camera right now. Well, that's what happens when you're outside all day and your uh caps nothing worked for the sun yesterday. No sunblock worked, no caps, no covers, nothing worked. Right, I you know, th- I feel like there's a story to be had here, so Tell me, what the hell happened yesterday that you were outside for that long? I had a gig in uh, Massachusetts uh, covering um, a 60th birthday party, and yeah, that's about it. All right, so y- you've seen a porn, right? I mean, you've seen a porn sometime in your life, right? Many times, yeah. Okay, so you know how all those ends up with you know, a whole bunch being blasted all over their head and face? That's how you sure. should be applying sunscreen. All right, all right. Understand, understand. You know, good old cream job. Exactly. Yeah. Not a fan of that, though. <laughs> then, like, when you start sweating, it gets in your eyes. It starts to burn. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Shit's yeah. in my eye now. But that's that's also, again, that sounds exactly like a porn that you're talking about right there. Well, got to fluff sometime, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to kick into what uh, what everybody's drinking because that's, of course, the first thing that we desperately have to do. 
Uh, well, you've already heard what I'm drinking, so I guess I'll, I'll, I'll finish off. I'm drinking 120 minute IPA. I'm on about my third or so glass. Um, and they're not huge glasses. They're just, uh, you know, they're just the average, you know, snifter glass that you've all seen before. But my, of course, my snifter glasses are amazing because my wife Lex got me, uh, GNA snifter glasses. Laser etched in says GNA at Games Nerds and Alcohol on the other side. And as I said, Adding an ice cube to it just seems to have opened it up a bit, made it a bit uh, less harsh, a lot more easy to drink, which I'm super surprised just a single ice cube makes it so easy to drink. I mean, it's it's almost like a light beer now. That, that's that's how easy this is to drink. I mean, it's not like, you know, what the hell is that can of red steel or real steel or whatever the hell that stuff is. Oh, Damox, Damox got it in his hand. A steel reserve. God, that stuff will put hair on your hairs. I mean, it's nothing like that. It's all right. How you can consume that shadow and not, like, just, I don't know, your face just puckered down into a black hole or something? My family's a family of really cheap alcoholics. Real cheap alcoholics. Touche. So mouthwash? <laughs> not that cheap. Slightly above that. Just all right, a, rubbing alcohol. Just a little above mouthwash. Well, I, I already know where you're at, where you're at, Shadow. So, what are you having with us tonight? A two liter of Mountain Dew. Man, that's gonna turn your pee yellow. It already does. I should see a doctor. Man, it's like the first time I took multivitamins. Like the first time ever in my life, I took a volt multivitamin. Well, I should say, first time ever I took it as an adult. I walked to the bathroom. I started letting one rip. <laughs> it came out looking like Prestone antifreeze. I actually panicked. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm dying. <laughs> I ran out. Of course, I'm at work. So I ran, the only person I could think to run to, I ran to my boss. Hey, dude, what the hell? I'm pissing like antifreeze right now. He's like, you, you taking you a multivitamin? I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's got a whole bunch of B vitamin in it. I'm like, yeah, like a thousand percent of all of them. He's like, yeah, it's all right. Pissing Prestone's normal. Oh, okay. What do you drink with us tonight, Damoc? Uh, I started with a 24 ounce of PBR, so I'm not quite sure. From my understanding, it used to stand for Pabst Blue Ribbon. Now it's the People's Beer of Richmond. Uh, then I decided, fuck it, I'm going to drink a 24 ounce of Steel Reserve, which I kind of regretted. Uh, yeah. Man. So... Now I moved on to more rednecky beer. I am drinking a 25 ounce of natural ice. My liver actually wow. just weeped for you. It's all right. Oh, God. I am ashamed. I thought, uh, you know what? I don't normally drink this garbage. It was going to be funny. I had Shadow and uh, Cecil over and a couple other people. God was over. God was there. Yeah, and I was like, screw it. We're going to play some D&D. We're going to get drunk and have some fun. I asked, hey, what does everybody want to drink? And Shadow decided to ask the fiance. And she said, the cheapest that you got. I'd like so to point I, out that we were behind a car dealership or vaping while this discussion happened. So it was trashy. 
Oh yes, it was more than trashy. It was fantastic. So then I went down to 7-Eleven and I bought the cheapest shit they have. And of course, no one drank it. So I'm over here drinking the cheap shit even though I got some good bullet uh, bourbon that I mix with a little bit of, uh, God, I cannot, Amarillo. So you can have a Godfather, and I like that mix. It's real smooth, it's real sweet, it's real easy. Uh, you can get really fucked up really fast, and I enjoy that, but I gotta drink all this shit beer, thanks to Cecil and uh, <laughs> definitely Shadow. Whoa, hold on here. I said, hey, pick me up a PBR, I'll drink it, and that's exactly what I did. I drank one of those big tall boy PBRs. You did drink one. However, I bought six. Well, I never told you to buy six. I told you I was going to be driving. And if I had five PBRs, I wouldn't have been driving. I would have been crawling. Were they double K cans or triple K cans? Uh, they were double Ks. Yeah, 24 ounces. I mean, you are you are down south, so they have those triple K cans. They, they weren't the cans that have a handle, no. They make... PBR cans with a handle? Uh, I don't know if they make PBR cans with a handle, but I know that they make some real cheap beer that have a handle on them. They're like 32-ounce beers. And it's like the grossest thing that you could ever do. I'm excited. Now I'm going to go looking for a beer that has a fucking handle on it. And if I can't find one, then screw it. Next show or the one after that, I'm going to play Edward Forty Hands with Miller High Life. Oh, man, you are going to be awesome because there's going to be no muting happening whatsoever. Unless you set it up as a foot pedal. Right? It's going to be bad. So, Zyber, I think your your man left out right now. I'm I'm hoping, I'm I'm praying right now that you are drinking large quantities of water. No. What are you drinking, boss? I'm uh, hitting the... Um, Pipeworks, Warbirds, they're light. They're basically water. Man, that can looks amazing. Hold that can up, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a little shine off your... Oh, there we go. Oh, my God. That, that's an amazing-looking can, man. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing I got to give, like, craft brewers that the mainstream guys just, just didn't catch on to. Putting some weird shit on your cans and on your bottles. There's a bow ninja on the bird's back. It's friggin' amazing. I like it. It's a nice light IPA. When's Budweiser gonna drop out a bone ninja on one of their bottles? All right, Budweiser, Anheuser Busch, if you're listening right now, get a friggin' bone ninja on your goddamn cans. All right, I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm de- I'm really interested because I don't think I've had natural ice in at least two decades. What the hell's that stuff taste like? Shit. It tastes like <laughs> shit. It's not bad. It, it It's bad. It's very, very bad. And it's a 25-ounce can. I don't even think it's 5.5%. I think it's less than that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This shit is 5.9%. 5.9. So that's the beer that you drink when you want to get drunk a bit. Not like that steel yeah. reserve where it's like, hey, two cans and you're going to be going, ooh, I'm feeling good. So steel reserve is uh, 1.8%. Sorry, 1.8. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've been drinking too much of this garbage. It's 8.1% and it tastes like shit. But, you know, steel reserve 211 because I pulled a 211 on the neighborhood store. 
God, that bad beer is affecting your brain. You're just saturating your your brain in horrible beer, and it's actually sapping your IQ out. You're going to go to take that server plus exam, and you're just going to be like, 211. Uh, yeah, that's going to be bad. So I got to stop drinking for the rest of the week and just keep playing some video games and studying because I got to pass that server plus exam. Oh, yeah, dude, it was, uh, it looks, it looks super easy compared to the knowledge set that we have. So I'm pretty sure you'll be able to rock past it. Now, uh, Cecil, you, you shouldn't drink that because when you go for your Linux, you're going to be like pseudo apt-get to 11, pseudo apt-get to 11. I already got it, but you know what? I'm probably going to go in tomorrow. I'm going to be on one of the main servers, and I'm going to find out that sudo apt-get-211 is like some sort of malware, and I've just downloaded it into a freaking disenvironment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was Googling around for stuff, and I pulled up a list of just a random list of uh, cheap beers ranked worst to best, and the worst one on the list is natural ice. It tastes like shit, dude. Like, okay... I can drink, and I don't like doing it. However, when I was in the military and we were stationed in Texas, we go down to Fort Hood and be like, all right, fuck it. It's 25 cents a beer night, and you get those big glasses. However, it's Bud Light. And you drink about 20 of them, and it only costs you a couple bucks. It's great. I'm drinking Natty Ice over here, and this shit is just awful but super cheap it's like less than a dollar for a can of 25 ounces so you would say it was 25 cents a yard beer or a yard bud it wasn't quite a yard uh when you come down here again i gotta take you to the yard house where they sell beer by the yard and it's absolutely phenomenal uh, it was just, you get the big regular mug and it was 25 cents a beer. And then what you could do is go in there and flirt with the bartender and flirt with all the waitresses and everything was good. And you buy these little poker chips and then you spend 20 bucks and you get a shit ton of poker chips and they're only worth 25 cents a beer. And so even after the happy hour went away, you're only still only paying 25 cents a beer and you drank enough Bud Light that, you know, you piss 20 times in the four hours that you're there, but you get a decent buzz. One thing Bud Light is great for is hydration. I mean, that's why, that, you know, 4th of July is coming up. And to be perfectly honest, I'm going to be searching for that all-day drinker beer because I can't drink 120 all day long. I can't drink 90 minutes all day long. I honestly can't even drink 60 minutes all day long. I need something that's light, refreshing, something airy, something like a lager, a pilsner, something that's just going to really keep you going. Like a, yeah, exactly, like a Saranac, a pale ale Saranac, man. That is an all-day drinker beer right there. Well, you know, before we get into state of games, I'm, I'm going to throw a question at you guys. I want you to think about this one. What's your all-day drinker? And don't say naturalize. Think of something better than that. Please, for the love of God, say think of something better than that. But what's your all-day drinker? Let's say you're going to sit down, and it's 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 4th of July. It's barbecue time. You're hanging out with friends. What are you drinking all day that you're going to maintain? Steel Reserve. All right. I hate you dying of fire. Zyberblood, come back with something better, man. Uh, my all-day drinker is, oddly enough, Guinness. You know, I could do that. I could all day drink Guinness. It's a, it's a low, it's really a low ABV. It's lighter than most of the major beers like Budweiser, Coors. I mean, it's actually lighter than Bass. I mean, it's, it's lighter than all those beers. So 
I could definitely go with Guinness. What about you, Damoc? No, once it starts to warm up, Guinness is not going to be good for you. You're going to have that all-day beer. and uh, I, I understand it's not as heavy as it looks because it's that black beer that comes out. It's good. I can't drink it all day. What I can drink is it's a craft beer by Devil's Backbone Vienna Lager. I can go and get like a 12-pack of that, and I can just sit back. And you know what? Barring that, if I can't find a 12-pack and it gets a little, little expensive to buy the craft beer, I'll drink Corona. Yeah, you know what? Corona's a, Corona's a very decent drink. You drink with or without the lime? Uh, I drink it with the lime and salt. Nice. Nice. Yeah, there there are a lot of great beers out there. And, and Guinness... I mean, I don't mind Guinness Warm. In fact, I, I kind of like Guinness Warm. I can't do Corona unless I have a bottle of Patron next to me also. Ah, uh, see, I'm not a big Patron drinker. I used to be. Now, you get me that big-ass handle of 1800 silver, and I'm good to go. You want to drink? But if I'm drinking tequila, and I love tequila. If you don't know me, well, fuck you. You don't know that I love tequila, and I love expensive tequila. Uh, I will go and I will get the one that's, I cannot remember the name and I can't pronounce it for shit, but it's the one that's signed by like George Clooney. Uh, that one's really, really good. I like the clear over the yellow tinted one. Uh, really, really good. You drink that and you drink some, uh, the, the Negro, El Negro. Negro Mordellos? There you go. That one's fantastic to sit back and drink with some tequila. So you have a shot, you drink the Negro, you have another shot, you drink the Negro all day long, and you'll have a wonderful day. Negros are pretty heavy, though. Dude, Negro Negro Modellos are like my all-day drinker. I can sit down and drink Neg- Negro Modellos all day long. Like, you throw some on ice, I can sit there and pound those back. They are so easy to drink, they're so smooth, and on a hot day... A cold Negro Mordello is so refreshing. Oh, man, is it so refreshing. But speaking of tequila, now, I'm actually a huge fan of Cabo Wabo. You know what? Sammy Hagar can't be wrong. If he put his, if he put so much balls behind it, I figure it can't be that bad. The Blanco is really, really nice. It's super smooth. And if you like margaritas or mixed drinks, it marries with a mixed drink so well. Now, see, that's where I have a problem with tequila. I like tequila straight. No salt, no lime. I love to just shoot it or pour it over ice and enjoy it. And Cabo Wabo, if you're mixing it cool, if you're really mixing, I mean, even gut rot Jose Cuervo, you can do, unless you get the really high-end stuff is nice. 1800 is a little mixture of both. I can drink it straight. I can pour a cup over ice. I can mix it, and it's good. But I really wish that I could pronounce or know the name of the one signed by George Clooney. I drink that straight. No ice. Pour it in a cup. Enjoy it. Love it. There's actually few tequilas that I like just straight. Um, but if you've ever, have you guys ever heard of Almendrada? I have. We used to do a shot of that before we hit a mountain. As I say, Zyber, I better see your head nodding up and down. Almendrada, if I can remember correctly, granted I'm super fucking tired and drunk, but it's an, it's a tequila distilled from almonds, I think. Uh, but it is, it is not a shooting tequila. It is not a mixing tequila. It is a tequila that you shove in the freezer, 
you let get down to under freezing and it turns into this, it's almost a syrup. And you drink it out of a little, very tiny snifter glass so you get all that aroma with it and you sip on it. And you have about half a shot at a time and you just sip on it all. I mean, just in an hour, you just keep pounding it back, pouring a little more in, pound it back. Almondrada is probably one of my favorite tequilas. And uh, if anybody, as I say, Zyber knows who I'm talking about, Solomon. He's the one who turned me on to it. And man, that stuff is so good. We, uh, I went over to his house one time, lived right. Actually, he lived in the apartment that I moved into. And then he moved down the street. Uh, he always had a bottle of Almadrada in his freezer. And when he said, yeah, my sister or something. No, not his sister. Sister-in-law, maybe. Was going down south to go pick some up. He's like, you want a bottle? And I tried it. I'm like, I, I want two. Yeah, you apartment chased him. You moved into his first apartment, then he moved into his second apartment in the same building. He was in 1G downstairs. I moved into 1D. He, oh, okay, okay. He was in 1E when I moved into 1D. When he moved out of 1E, I moved into 1E. And then Bob, the, you know, brother Cornleg, he moved into 1D or 2D. So I was in 2E, he was in 2D. And Solomon, he, he moved down the street like, maybe a quarter mile so it was really easy we could all go over his house everybody right, could get right. stoned and drunk and then i could walk back hug a shrub wasn't that the same uh same place that sis kid moved cisco kid yeah cisco yeah. kid actually he lived i want to say he lived downstairs in one of the apartments in, on the first floor originally and then he moved over right next to where brian was very very small like probably i'd say four or five hundred square foot um, one bedroom, uh, it wasn't like an apartment. I mean, it was an apartment, but it was, it was a, it was a standalone building. So it was actually, it was a really cool place. Great for a bachelor. Kila that I really enjoy. It, apparently it is called Casamigos and I like the Blanco over the Spadio. Maybe I have not had the... Fuck me, I'm going to butcher this name. It's A-N-E-J-O, and I really want to try the Joven. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I've always been a fan of the Blancos, or the Blanca, depending on, on which tequila it is. Um, I've always been a fan of the clear tequilas. Actually, I guess I'll just bloat it, bloat it out that way. But Almondrada is not clear. It is a golden amber color, and man, it is... I got you know I got I got to track down a bottle of that and I got to share it with you uh, with you other Virginia folks that are here because it's it's really a nice it's a smooth tequila it's a nice sipping tequila especially when you have it frozen or throw it over the rocks man it just god damn it's so good yeah I, I will drink a clear tequila any day although if we're going to get serious then yeah you got to drink a golden tequila. Well, next segment of the show, we always got to get into state of games. State of games where we talk about, A, what we're playing, you know, what we've been playing for the past week, or B, just what we feel like games are nowadays. Like, for instance, if you feel that games have just turned into a, a cash grab and uh, just, you know, feeding the machine, you just buy, you know, your opportunity to pontificate on, on what it is, or talk about what you've been playing. So, 
start up with you, Shadow. I see you staring up there. What, what's your state of games, guy? You were there. Is this like the last time you've lost? No, you were there. When we were playing together. Is that it? That's all you've been playing is Wildlands? No, no seriously, that's all I've been playing. I've, I've had not a lot of energy this week. I've been trying to get out and do more photography. So, I've been playing some Wildlands, filling in the missing pieces, but other than that, no, I haven't been playing any games at all. I say, I think you even stalked uh, me and my family at my brother's birthday party. Oh, I did. I met your brother and asked him the most important question. Are you the one that can't drink orange juice? Oh, God. The look (laughs) on his face was absolutely amazing. So, quick story time with Cecil here, and I might have even already told about this, but my brother, uh, Fairweather, he uh, stopped down, and he and I have always been kind of like the the yin and yang of drinking. Um, typically, I've been able to drink more than him. Now, I say typically, up until recently. I usually was able to drink more. He would use me as a gauge. When I would start to stop, he would be like, oh, I have to stop now. Um, for a time there, we were almost dead set equal on like how much we could drink together because usually one of us would throw up. So I introduced him to Dogfish Head 60-Minute IPAs. They're yummy. They're great. They're easy to drink. They're not too horribly alcoholic, but they're good. Real, you know, very hoppy. Uh, but we ended up having some 90-minute IPA sitting in the fridge, so we kind of mix it up between 60s and 90s. So we're sitting there, we're pounding them back, and we drink through all the beer. So, of course, I'm you know, I'm still thirsty. I'm looking over at him. He's still thirsty. So we said, yeah, let's, you know, let's, go down to the, let's go down the street. I think it was maybe December or maybe January here in Virginia, so it wasn't super cold out. But we go walking down the street. We go walking down to Cookout, which is right down the road from us. And as we're passing by, going to Wawa to go get more beer, we pass by Cookout. And we say, hey, we should stop there on the way back and get some food. We're both looking at each other like, this is a great idea. So we stop at Wawa. We pick up some Devil Backbone, Devil's Backbone Vienna Lager. Because we saw it and we're like, hey, Vienna Lager, this sounds like an amazing idea. Let's do this. So we start hiking back. Now, keep in mind... We actually gauged this perfectly fine because we had beers in our pocket and we were drinking the whole way down there and actually horribly being people and leaving beer bottles in, in select locations around the, the city I live in, which was quite comedic because we hid some of them in places I don't think anybody would ever look. So we get there, we pick up the Vienna Lager, we get over to cookout, we grab some food, and then we start hiking back, still drinking beers the whole way. So we get back and we've, I don't know, we've probably drank between the two of us 40 or 50 beers. I mean, not, not like we haven't like been drinking cases to our head, but we've been drinking, we've been drinking a moderate amount. Granted, about a quarter of those have been 90 minute IPAs, which are a little bit higher on the alcohol scale than your average beer. So we get back to the house. We chow down on some, uh, on some cookout. I'm pounding down. I find I find another 90 minute left of the fridge, so I, I'm pounding that down. We're pounding down the Vienna loggers. And all of a sudden he gets a look on his face of, well, tank's full. So I look over at him and I just kind of give the nod of, yeah, right? And he looks over at me. And he just kind of gives this kind of mackerel looking face, you know. And he goes, Tank's full. And he just gets up and he wanders off to the bathroom. 
And he starts heaving his guts out. So I said, all right, well, that must be the end of the drinking tonight. So I go to bed. Room starts to spin. I grab a hold of some pillows. I hang on for the ride. I pass out. I wake up the next morning. I'm like, all right. So I wake up. I walk out. And, and he crashed on the couch. So I brush my teeth. I'm getting myself all set and square. And we were smart. While we were down at Wawa's the night before, we picked up a big thing of orange juice. Because he looked at me and he said, I'm going to be hungover in the morning and I need orange juice. I'm like, dude, that's an amazing idea. I'm going to cook a greasy breakfast because that's my cure. And he's like, rock on. So I get up and I start cooking breakfast because I'm, I'm hungover. I mean, I'm not horribly hungover, but I'm hungover. So I'm drinking a big glass of water, cooking breakfast. As it's all cooking, I sit down next to him and I see he's got this big 32-ounce glass of OJ. It's just, it's a gargantuan glass of OJ. And he's about a quarter of the way through it. And I look over, I'm like, hey, hey, bro, how you feeling? And he's just kind of, you know, giving the nod, eyes half open. He's like, I'm a little rough. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm hungover. I'm feeling it. And he's like, yeah. And he takes another sip of orange juice. And all of a sudden I see this look on his face of, of kind of a mix of surprise and terror. And as I look over, like, you're right. He goes, I think I'm going to throw up again. And I look at him, I'm like, no, you're not gonna, you're not gonna throw up. I mean, it's the next day. I'm like, you're not gonna throw up, man. And he, he kind of looks off into space for a second and he kind of looks back and forth for a minute and he goes, no, this, this is gonna happen. And he gets up and he, and he beelines it straight for the bathroom. And I, I think he's like playing the bullshit now. So I'm like, yeah, ha ha, whatever. All of a sudden I hear him start to heave and I hear it hit the bowl. And now I'm starting to get nauseous because I'm like, oh man. That doesn't sound very good. All of a sudden, I realize he's heaving his guts out. He comes out, and he's got this look of absolute bewilderment on his face, and he's going, "I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, anytime I'm hungover, I just drink some orange juice and I'm fine. It's, it's like my center. It's my zen, man. Dude, you broke orange juice. Like, whoa, what did I do? I didn't break orange juice. He's like, you broke orange juice. I'm like, whoa. So now every time we mention orange juice around him, it immediately kicks back to the 90-minute IPAs, which he will not drink Dogfish Head ever again. I have tried. He is he is never going to drink Dogfish Head beer, probably for the rest of his life. And that's how I spited him. <laughs> and it was fantastic. So Zyberblood, I know we're I, we kicked off on a tangent there, and that's 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 because of me. But what do you? Oh, uh, no, you already said what you were drinking. What's your state of games? Shit, we're on state of games. My state of games. Yep, yep. Just like a nugget trying to masturbate, it's been the same thing over and over again. Pokemon. Wait a minute. Will Pokeball help a nugget masturbate? It might. Pikachu, I choose you. Or better yet, licking, licking. I choose you. Yeah, you know. I guess that would work. It's giving a really bad picture in my head, though. Right? I mean, I, I, I've been stuck on that because we're supposed to be doing research for a certain thing and kind of couldn't do it. So, yeah, that's that's my state of games. Other than like the two minutes that I was in uh, um, Wildlands. You don't you don't need the image in your head. I can just get you some links. It's not hard to find. Yeah, there's one of Jesse and Licking. That's a classic. Yeah, I'm finishing that tonight. What about you, Damoc? What's your state of games, man? 
I'm still playing Graveyard Keeper. I'm enjoying it. I got Little Nightmares, and honestly, I haven't played it, but I let the girlfriend play it. We played it on the big TV with the Steam Link, and she really enjoyed it. Then I bought, because Buffalo convinced me that it was going to be a good game, and I haven't played it yet, but I bought Nino Kumi, Nino Kuni 2, and that's been interesting watching other people play it, I've yet to play it, and then fuck you Cecil, I got locked up in Poker Night at the Inventory, because I had to play poker against Strong Bad. Yes! Yes! Yeah. I, I've been playing poker against Strong Bad, and I'm like negative 50 grand, man. It's not going good for me. Dude, I was just playing that earlier today, and he had he didn't have any money, so he had to put down his super dangerous glasses down for collateral, and I won him off of him, and I was like, yes, I've got dangerous glasses. Yeah. I got the pistol and the badge from that bunny. I'm not sure where it's from. Uh, Sam and Max. That's right. I couldn't picture it. And the other guy is the... I mean, I know the heavy, obviously, from Team Fortress. But the other guy is... Uh, red versus Blue, maybe? No, he's not Red versus Blue. Uh, he's a cartoon, and I can't play some. I'll look him up later. Actually, shit. You know what? Don't make me look it up. If you're listening and you know what we're talking about, Poker Night in the Inventory, not uh, not Max, not Strong Bad, not Heavy... But the other guy, what's his, who is he and where the hell is he from? I think it's like, isn't it a PVP comic? Is it player versus player? Maybe, maybe player versus player. Yeah, I've been playing Poker Night. We've, I've been playing Graveyard Keeper. The girlfriend's been playing Little Nightmares and I need to play Nino Kuni 2, but I haven't gotten to there yet. Well, you know, if Buffalo gave a recommendation on it, I can't say that it's going to be bad. Because the guy's got some talent on picking out some pretty decent games. Not all of them are great, but he's got the statistics going for him that they're pretty good. He doesn't pick out good movies, but I will give him games. Oh god, no, his movies are horrible. Yeah, don't don't listen to him to movies. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo R.S. Uh, says, hey, go watch this movie. Avoid it like the plague. Pretend it's pestilence. It's one of the four horsemen. You don't want to get anywhere near it. But he gives you a game, there's a pretty good chance it's good. All right, guys, that guy looks like the dude from Unepic. That is probably exactly where he's from, the Unepic uh, comic strip. Huh. I have to go back and watch that now. Well, my state of games, it's super simple. Uh, I've actually been playing a bunch of the uh, poker at the inventory because I picked it up on the Steam summer sale for... It was a buck. Was a buck twenty four, buck thirty four, something like that. It, it was under two bucks. It was under a buck fifty. Uh, and it's uh, you get to play poker against Strong Bad. And I mean, come on, you know I me. Mean, you know me. I love the Strong Bad voice. You know, I love that guy. Um, I've been playing. Actually, I picked up for super cheap Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, where you are attempting to take down. Ultron Sigma, which is a combination of Sigma from the Mega Man series and, of course, Ultron from the Marvel series. Uh, that's pretty fun. It actually plays a lot like the modern Mortal Kombats and stuff like that. Been playing a little bit more of The Long Journey Home, which if you haven't played that, man, it's a great game. And another game that I kicked back into, which I actually put off for a little while, 
but uh, The Long Dark. The Long Dark is a fantastic survival simulation game, but it's got a story now, too. So the entire story behind it is you are a Canadian pilot. You pick up a person to take them to wherever the hell they're going, and you crash. You know, the plane crashes. And, you know, you wake up, you're, you've got a shard of metal through your hand, and you've got to survive. Uh, but the whole point is you're trying to survive and find whomever this person is that you're looking for. You know, I got to say, though, I'm a little disappointed with Steam Summer Sale. There's a lot of indie games out there, and it looks great, but I'm not interested in 99% of the current games that are on sale, and the ones that I am interested in, I already own. Anybody else feel kind of weird about the summer sale? I gotta say, there's a lot of stuff that came up for sale on my wish list, but they weren't really spectacular sales. A lot of the spectacular sales were on things that I already owned, except for, like, Poker Night at the Inventory, which was under a buck fifty, uh, and that's a Telltale game. And man, you know what? Speak, speaking of that game, I was playing it earlier today, and Strong Bad, because I I wasn't moving. And if you don't move, if you don't participate in the game, it actually starts to heckle you. So Strong Bad pops up, and he's like, "Man, this is like a this is like playing a Telltale game. Well, it's really more like watching and every now and then clicking on a Telltale game." <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> that is such a great rib right there because if you haven't played a telltale game they're more of an interactive story so it's more of watching the game and every now and then you're participating in a you know a random sequence of events that you got to tap some keys oh i gotta add something i forgot i've been playing layers of fear also dude that is a fantastic freaking game Yes, yes it is. Okay, I, I know my take on it. Tell me your take on it. Give, give me some info. What are you thinking of this game? If I stuck with art the way that I was, I probably would have been that guy. Right? Like, that is a seriously twisted game. As far as walking simulators go, that game right there... Like, Firewatch is one of those walking simulators that has a great story, and you're like, oh man... I totally got to go through this because I want to see what happens next. Layers of Fear is one of those walking simulators where it has it has figured out how to take terror and and make it into a game, but make it so that you don't have to actually really touch a thing. You're just observing, really. <laughs> and it's just it's a mind screw. Did you get down to the part where you go in where you fall through the floor and there's that painting against the wall? Yes, and then it goes all freaky, and everything starts to go twisted and melty, and then it flashes back. Yeah, and then when you start walking towards the stairs, you turn around, and that painting is right there in front of you? Yes, yes. I uh, played it the proper way, too. Uh, all lights off, and my mic silenced, so no noise was coming in. I was totally immersed in it, because noise-canceling headphones... Um, the wife actually came into the room when I was playing and she startled me. Yeah, man. Yeah, like that that's a game where you gotta be careful. Like you wanna have your back up against the wall when you play that game because something sneaks up on you. Even a cat like jumps up or touches your leg, that cat is probably dead. I mean, I can't like I've got this little baby gate thing that I put across this uh this 
archway that leads into the storage room that I'm in, it, like I would have to put that there so the cats could not get in here. Because if they did and I was playing that game, my first instinct would be to grab whatever large object I have and beat whatever is trying to touch me. Oh, so it'd be like that time when you woke up and uh, nearly skewered a family member. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that was back in the day when my brother was beating the shit out of me almost nightly. So I kind of expected it. Oh, I know, but still, like that just quick reaction. Yeah, so I may or may not have thrown a knife at a family member a few inches in front of their face as they tried to walk in to wake me up. Maybe that happened, maybe that didn't. Anywho, before we get off on another tangible story time with Cecil, 4th of July is coming up. Most people, I say most because not everybody, most people have the day off. What are you guys going to do for it? I thought I would uh, touch myself at some point. So a normal day. So normal, yeah, I'm pretty much treating it like it'd be a Saturday. Um, maybe take a couple of photos. I am trying to find a fireworks show somewhere in Virginia. I want to I wanna try my luck at that. Nice. You, gotta, you know what you got to do? You've got to get some uh, shots of lightning. Yeah, so lightning is normally, at least in Virginia, accompanied by heavy rains, and I am not bringing my equipment out in heavy rains. No, dude, right from your window, you could get a shot over that skyline and get some lightning hitting that. My window is filthy. Make the landlord clean it. I'll I'll buy you Windex. I'm not going outside to clean the outside. All right, so I'm going to buy you Windex and show you how to clean windows. Oh, I'm up on the fifth floor, buddy. Climb. Oh, Damoc's showing us something. Uh, It's blurry. I can't read it. You have to read it to us. So, Damoc just got a text message that says, Hello, Damoc. Of course, that's not my real name. Good news. Your car has arrived and is getting inspected, and it will be ready for purchase tomorrow. So, I will be getting a new 2018 Mazda 6 signature in that machine gray. Ah, oh, crap. Now I have to drive to nice. Northern Virginia and pee on his car. Ah, uh, crap. Now I have to drive down to Northern Virginia and put sugar in the gas tank. So, not only am I getting my car this week, I just picked up Layers of Fear Masterpiece Edition for $5.74. And I'm make the girlfriend play it in the middle of the night. It's going to be awesome. Dude, Layers of Fear is a fantastic game. But that is a headphones on, lights out, and make sure you're not inebriated. Because if you're drunk while playing it, it's a bad day. It's a bad trip. Uh, that's how I played it. Dude. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like that that's that's how you half a bottle of Kraken into that game, man. Half a bottle of Kraken. Dude, that's how you get night terrors. Do, do you want night terrors? Cuz that's how you get night terrors. That's how I get good dreams. Oh man. Dude, I drank one time playing Layers of Fear. One time. And I went to bed and I had this weird dream that people were cutting off my ears. But no, not like, hey, ear off, ear off. No, they kept growing back and they kept cutting the damn things off. And they were making some weird collage that looked like Morgan Freeman. And I was like, okay, this is messed up. That's pretty fucking boss, man. No, that was pretty fucking weird, dude. Dude, after I uh, had half a bottle of freaking crack and played about five hours of that game 
I slept like a motherfucking baby. <laughs> well, what are you going to be doing for uh, L Fourth of July? You working? Oh. Boom booms, boom booms. I got a whole huge like freaking bag of stuff. So you went over to visit D and you picked up some fireworks. Mm, um, no, I got these local. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't think they sold fireworks in your state. Uh, they do now. I figure if people can shoot each other, they sh- certainly work fireworks. Touche. I, I can't argue with that. What about you, Damoc? What are you doing for 4th of July, man? So, I'm going to go and get a shit ton of PBR, and I'm just going to drink that all goddamn day long. Um, I don't like fireworks, but I will never stop people from doing fireworks, and if anybody tries to, I will take up arms against them. I did buy about $60 worth of fireworks because the younger girl that is living with me now has never really set off fireworks in her entire life. I took her to the fireworks stand and she looked at it and goes, I don't know. I just want to play with sparklers. And be like, uh, no. Let's get some shit that explodes. Let's have some fun. So I bought a, a big box of, you know, a shit ton of different things. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take out that little, uh, where you get a pair of pliers and you squish down the piccolo peats so they whistle and then pop and explode. It's going to be a great goddamn time. And then because she is that way, I bought her some big sparklers and I'm uh, pretty much going to get drunk and play with those. And then hopefully the neighbors, which, hey, you guys are all more than welcome to come over. I know you got other things going on, but the neighbors that live about 10 houses down. They're, the guy does professional fireworks setup, so he fires the mortar tube, big-ass bottle rocket things where you hear, boom! That's what I don't like, but it's a beautiful display for everyone as long as I put in earphones and I get drunk enough before that happens. It's a good time. Now, Damoc, here's what you do. If people do piss you off, you just have to time your... Your trigger squeezes with those booms. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I will never. Uh, just because fireworks bother me, especially the mortar tubes that sound like you're getting mortared, I really do not like those, and they bother me to an, a significant extent. Uh, I will never, ever, ever stop anyone from doing it and I'll never post one of those signs that a veteran lives here and he has PTSD and fireworks fuck that have your goddamn fun enjoy the 4th of July it's going to be fantastic yeah my whole street pretty much ends up with those signs littered all over the place I still do it I mean it's still America and you should You absolutely should, because any veteran that is putting that in their fucking yard is a liar and piece of shit and doesn't understand anything. But I have my opinion on that, and yeah, we'll stop it there. I was going to say, you're you're getting dangerously close to me getting all angry at the the Twitch streamers who show their boobs. (laughs) Oh man, I'm all for Twitch streamers showing their tits. Let's do this. Yeah, I mean, K. Pike, man. Oh man, we we got into uh, in one of the other discords I'm in. It popped in. Um, one of the Destiny community people were chiming up because they couldn't go to GameCon. So 
they were asking the people that are in the Destiny community to basically donate so that they could go to Gamecom. And it's like, and that was a question that came up, you know, is that, is that moral? Sounds like a bunny tactic. Uh, that's actually, ironically, exactly who it was. <laughs> Good call. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're, 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 we're not going to say not exact surprised. names, but it, it, it rhymes with hell honey. That tells you anything. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the question came up in the Discord chat well, that, that I was, was uh, I don't think was it ethical or, or moral. I guess the question was, did we feel it was right to ask the community for, you know, whatever community you're in, whether Destiny or a podcast or whatever, but uh, to ask the community for donations so that you could participate in leisure activities. Negative. Okay, why? Why? Because the community isn't responsible for your leisure. If you want to treat yourself like a whore, then come over. <laughs> I'll treat you like a whore. <laughs> All right, touche. <laughs> what about you, Shadow? You think it's right? You think it's wrong? If people would pay for my freaking lenses, I'm not going to complain about it. I mean, however people want to spend their money is their money. Yeah, but that's not that's not really wow. a leisure activity since you're trying to make money off of it. Oh, no, I am not making any money off of this. That's you're not making any money off. It doesn't mean that you're not trying to. I treat it like a hobby for the most part. I already told you. I'm buying your lens. Wait for the next paycheck. The Mazda 6 is coming in. I got to make that down payment. I got to make sure everything is good. I buy the 6. I take care of what I got to. All the bills are paid. I paid them all today. And then uh, next paycheck, you will get the money for that lens. That's it. That's not making money. That's recouping some of my money. I never negotiated a price. You told me the price. I said yes. I don't want to hear it. Though when it... The bleh, if I can talk, though when it does come to glass, there's there's a margin where I'll I'll step over and start whoring myself. For certain lenses, I'll do just about anything. Well, I guess I guess in there there's the question: Is there a is there a line when it comes to leisure activities? Well, did she like say, "Hey, I'll show you my tits if you pay for my ticket"? No, no, it was just basically pay for my ticket. Then. Fuck her. I really don't want to. Is that like a requirement? No, no, no. Oh. That was just a straight up proper fuck you. Okay, just, I, I just wanted to make sure there because I, I started to feel a little 120 come back. Not to say that somebody doesn't find her attractive. That's awesome. You're all right. You go. Do your thing. I don't. And that's okay because I think there's only one person. In, well, two if you count Shadow. Two people in existence that find me attractive. So, I mean, I'm okay with that. Am I like steel reserve? I'm right in that boat too. I mean, there's one person actually said yes, they'd marry me. So, well, the, there's two. There's two. I mean, I know we're trying to wash that one from our memory, but there was two. That, that really doesn't count. Oh, that's like saying that stump didn't count for losing your virginity. Counted for me. Counted for you. <laughs> well, back to the 4th of July. Um, I mean, as we all know, 4th of July is a patriotic holiday. 
fireworks, celebration, birth of our nation. I don't want to say yada, 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 but I mean, really, it's just crammed down our throats anyway. So we all know what it's about. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what the 4th of July is about, well, then you're probably not from America. And that's awesome because we love you. So the 4th of July has always been about birth of our nation here at the good old U.S. of A. And we like to celebrate it by what better way than blowing shit up. <laughs> Fireworks galore exactly. and beer. Uh, we don't celebrate it by blowing shit up. It's uh, the replication of destroying the British. Look, I celebrated my backyard by blowing up fireworks. Same here. I like being able to blow shit up. Yes, but then the key point is you pretend that you're burning down a British ship. Oh, no, if I can actually physically go do that, I would do that instead. It just happens to be I don't have a British ship in my backyard. It's kind of like that question, you know, what's the difference between a pile of dead babies and a Corvette? I don't have a Corvette in my garage. Let's not get into dead baby jokes, because, uh, yeah, the Army has taught me way too many of those terrible things, and if your sense of humor is not aligned with mine, oh, you'll cry. Oh, man, yeah, we'll have to, you know what, we'll have to set aside a whole episode to dark, horrible jokes and put a big old warning on it of, this episode will offend you. Do not listen to it. All right, ever since I've started to get fireworks, I always get one novelty firework that represents you know some kind of military thing that's why i always get the damn tank (laughs) mini tank there you go shooting off shit to a british ship i'm glad that you said he had a little tank because i really was expecting you to pull out like a butt plug that had four pounds worth of explosives in it (laughs) then i was gonna say i'm coming up to record that because that's going on youtube Hey, Man on Fire is a great movie. YouTube wouldn't really want that. I mean, you have to use the other tube. Oh, good point. Very good point. Or the hub. Isn't that Man on Fire where he shoves, like, you know, two pounds of C4 in a capsule up that dude's ass? I now have to watch Man on Fire because I don't remember that. One man, one pickle jar. Speaking of fireworks, I was just watching Letterkenny, that first episode of Letterkenny, and I think I've watched it twice in the past 48 hours. And that first episode is fan-friggin-tastic, especially when they're on the porch talking about using the Roman camels and hitting that coyote in the touch hole and it doing seven shades of shits in Dan, Dan's boots. God, if you haven't watched Letterkenny, Colbus, I, I think I've said it, uh, if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times, thank you for turning me on to Letterkenny, because that show is amazing. Absolutely. And it's coming to Hulu July 13th, I think, the first two seasons, and then they're going to be, I guess, working a deal, hopefully working a deal to get uh, season five cranked up onto there. Absolutely. Um, it's going to be great. Going to have a few uh, friends sit over and drink and watch some Letterkenny. I hope to find some puppers. Hey, thank you to whoever turned Cecil on to it because he turned me on to it. And now Letterkenny is a staple of this household. Dude, that show is... If you've never watched Letterkenny, if you're listening to this right now, if you can hear the sound of my voice... Look up Letterkenny, however you can. It's on Crave. I think it's on Crave Canada or Crave TV in Canada. 
Uh, as I said, it's coming to Hulu in America, July 20 or July 13th. Check it out. It's worth a watch. If, if you don't, if you watch the first, oh God, five minutes of that episode and you don't laugh or you're not enjoying yourself, if you're, not, if you don't like it by the first five minutes, you're not going to like it the rest of the way. The whole, whole series is going to suck. Just go on by it. But I'm pretty confident that you're going to laugh within the first five minutes of that first episode. Another great show, and I think it's still on Hulu if you haven't checked it out. It's a show called Testies. Pass, then. Oh, I got some eyes looking at me. One, two, three. Okay, so it's not testes as in testicles. It's testes as in lab test subjects. I wanted testicles, though. Seriously, this is just like... So many testicles. This is just like Super Troopers. It's just like Letterkenny. If you don't laugh in the first five to ten minutes, then you're you're Go not going to like it. Keep going on. Well, they, they happen to get... Go on. ...turned into females in one episode. And and one's got really saggy old woman boobs, and one's got really nice perky young young person boobs. Is that a second prison wallet? And the one guy figures out that you're not supposed to shove a carrot in your vagina. I'm interested. Yes. Yes, it is. That's the front butt. If you haven't seen testes, take a moment out of your day. Go check out Testies. Best watched if under the influence of some sort of chemical. Whatever your chemical of choice is, I'm not. I'm not judging. Go take your chemical of choice. Watch Testies. Laugh your balls off. And yes, even if you're a chick, you're gonna laugh your balls off. You will grow them, and then they will fall off as you laugh. I've been. Uh, I've been waiting for and looking forward to. Two shows coming up, one on Hulu, one on Amazon Prime. Jack Ryan and Castle Rock. Has anybody watched the previews for those? Jack Ryan, yes. Castle Rock, no. But give us a give, give us a synapse. Give us tell us what those are about. Oh fuck if I know. Honestly, one of them looks war related with CIA interrogation, and it's got the dude from the office, which is I guess he's playing Jack Ryan. Uh, it's uh, Jim from The Office, and who doesn't like Jim from The Office? If you don't, fuck you, get out of here. But, yeah, that one looks really, really good. Castle Rock? It's a little harder to gauge 100% what it's truly going to be about, but it's Stephen King and, sadly, J.J. Abrams. But it's going to be good. It's based off of a Stephen King book. It's going to be good from what i have seen i think jack ryan comes out first at the end of this month and then castle rock doesn't come out until the end of august and that's on hulu and amazon prime yes i think jack ryan is coming out on amazon and castle rock is hulu or it could be vice versa well we'll have to keep our eyes out for that We'll need a uh, we'll need to get a full synapse once we actually see those things come out and check them out. Well, we actually only have a few questions this time around, which is actually better than having no questions whatsoever. So I'll take it. 
But our first question, Zyber, since you asked it, why don't you actually ask the question? Could you describe with as much detail how you make your favorite mixed drink or, um, yeah, uh, I, I can't read anything or I can't make it out. Savory? Oh, please. Uh, yeah, savor. Whatever the hell that is. Uh, savorly describe your favorite liqueur. Like, you know, suavely. Sorry, suavely. Suave. I like that. A bit of the debonair in our voice. It's what I'm saying. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking of when uh, when I I said suavely. I was thinking of Cecil's, you know, Latino kind of. My, my forbidden voice is what you're thinking yes, of. Yes, yes. Because it is forbidden. Well, Demark, tell us about how you make your favorite drink. Uh, I get a bourbon glass and I pour about halfway full of bourbon and then I splash it with uh, Amarillo and then I stir it with a little metal thing and it's absolutely fantastic. I think it's called The Godfather. It's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I, I, I like alcohol and I like straight alcohol. So sometimes I put ice, sometimes it's nothing. Yes, but I believe the question was about either your favorite mixed drink or favorite liqueur. Uh, sorry, you cut out there on me. I know, because I am speaking in my forbidden voice. <laughs> nah, nah, he's fine. He described his favorite mixed drink, because that counts as a mixed drink. Oh, damn, I wanted to really hold him over the fire. Oh, it's Okay. You think that I can't do a mixed drink? I need tequila, I need rum, I need gin, I need vodka, and I need blue carousel, and I mix all that shit up. It's mostly two of everything with only a half shot of gin. You mix that, you splash in some blue carousel for color, and you got those walk me down. Well, they're called different things. There's adios motherfuckers, blue motorcycles, or walk me down sweet Jesus. I do the walk me down sweet Jesus because that's what the girlfriend calls it and that's what she makes. Let me tell you, you add all, it, it's gin, it's rum, it's vodka, it's tequila, it's blue carousel. You mix all of that in and the blue carousel is mostly for color. You get that and you can have like three or four of those damn things and you're seeing Jesus and you're having a great time when you're sitting on that goddamn couch. That is what I'm talking about. That is what I wanted to hear from you. I wanted to hear the forbidden drink. So Shadow, what is your favorite mixed drink? All right, so here's what I do. I go down to the gas station, pick up those uh, Sobe daiquiris that come in the nice plastic bottles, you know, nice and refreshing when you're having a nice cool day. What I do is I uncap that, that sucker. I take a squig off the top, enough to make that little, that little neck basically open space. I take some vodka. I top it all off with vodka. I shake it heavily, and I drink that. That sounds like you are going to get white girl trashed. I love it. Gets me white girl trashed incredibly discreetly, I might add. Nobody nobody questions you when you're drinking a Sobe. Now wait, uh, if we're doing, like, super easy stuff, does popping two watermelon-flavored Jolly Ranchers in a Zima count as a mixed drink? It does tonight. It'll get you white girl trashed. What about you, Zyberblood? What is your favorite mixed drink?
Well, my favorite mixed drink is made by one Cecil Xavier. It's like half a glass of uh, grape soda. You motherfucker, you're taking my drink from me. (laughs) (laughs) And then the rest is uh, typically Everclear or some sort of vodka. Yes, vodka. Yes. And peach schnapps. That is correct. And what what is that called? Um, my brain is fried. It's all right. <laughs> I will accept all things such as it is good or it tastes like heaven. But the official name? It is heaven. It is very delicious. And I believe it's called uh, Purple Peach. That is exactly its name, the Purple Peach. Well, my uh, my favorite mixed drink was actually the purple peach and he actually stole that from me you bastard uh and now i really don't know what to say because i was gonna go with purple peach you know what no you know what i really really like long island iced teas and i like to if if i'm gonna make them i like to i like to use gray goose um i like to use bacardi 151 and if i'm gonna use tequila in it i'd like to use cabo and then, you know, you got your triple sec and, and your gin. I mean, I'm not a real big gin fan, but if I'm going to drink gin, it's probably going to be like Bombay Sapphire or something like that. But mix those in. I forget the exact ratios. I always end up having to look it up because I just end up pouring, just like getting a big tub and pouring the whole bottle in there, stirring it up, and then just splashing some coke in. But yeah, Long Island iced teas. I could drink those, man, all night long. And I'm fine as long as I don't stand. If I stand up, no, it's it's the end of the world. Uh, okay. I got one from you because I got a couple military mixed drinks that we're going to try. You ever had soju? I've heard of it. I don't think I've had it, though. All right. So a couple friends of mine come back from Korea. It's soju and Hawaiian punch. They make it in these big cups and... You're like, okay, you drink one. It doesn't taste like alcohol. Everything's wonderful. They don't let you stand up. They come back, no, 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 let me refill your drink. And you drink a second one, and you're like, this tastes like Hawaiian punch. By the fourth one, you're sitting there going, god damn, I gotta pee. You get up. I stood up, went face first into a damn coffee table. As, As soon as you stand up, you are hammered drunk. But you don't feel it. While you're sitting down. You just reminded me of another one that I am very, very fond of. In fact, I think I might even told you about this, uh, Damoc. The Nutty Irishman. Two parts, two parts um, Bailey's Irish Cream, two parts, or one part Frangelico, all over ice, and you just, you just drink it straight. It's not one of those drinks that you drink throughout all of dinner because by the time you get to the end of dinner, you're smashed and you don't realize that you are because you're literally, you're just drinking straight booze. And it's so good. It is absolutely fantastic. And yes, you introduced me to it. I like doing the two parts and then one part Frangelico. So, or sorry, it's two parts Frangelico, one part Bailey's cream because I'm not a big cream fan. Yeah. But yeah, I would throw that over ice and I'd I'd come home, I'd sit down, I would drink one of those and be like, damn, that was pretty good. I need to get another one of these. And by the time dinner came around, I was like, fuck, 
I'm not getting up from this chair. And they go so quick because you start plowing one down and you're like, this is so good. It's just kind of sugary, sweet water. And you plow one down and you're like, I can do a second one quick. Next thing you know, you're four or five in, the bottle of Frangelico's empty and you're going, uh-oh. Um, I like doing those, but a twist to it. I'll do uh, two Bailey, two Frangelico, and a shot of uh, coffee liqueur. Love it. Another thing that you can add to it, if you're feeling feisty, go with a go with an even mix, but you do a two-part Frangelico, two-part Bailey's, one-part Irish whiskey. I did that. I really love Jameson with one-part Frangelico and two-parts Bailey's. That, to me, because I tried two parts Bailey's, two parts Frangelico, and then one part, you know, uh, Jameson, and it just seemed a little rough. The Frangelico hit me a little harder than normal, but two parts Bailey's, one part Frangelico, and then a good two shots added in there of Jameson is phenomenal for me. Put a splash, do a two-part two part Frangelico, two-part Bailey's, one-part uh, Jameson, and put, like, a splash of milk in there. And it smooths it out for you. That Jameson that comes in with a bite, it smooths it right out. You get that, um, I don't want to say smokiness from the from the whiskey, but you get that, well, I mean, that's the only way I can really describe it, that, that kind of smokiness from that whiskey. You get that little flavor in there, but you don't get all that bite to it. Oh, so good. And that's actually another okay. thing. If, if you're a person who just says, hey, you know what? I want to have a Nutty Irishman, but I don't want to get trashed like do the do the you know however you like your your mix you know two part one part whatever you want to do uh and then pour milk in with it because if you fill it up to fill up the rest of the glass with milk you get all that flavor but you're actually getting a lot more fluid in there so you're not drinking so much the only drawback to that is if you're lactose intolerant and then you're completely fucked don't do that completely ignore me yeah, I don't do milk products all that much. I mean, Bailey's Irish Cream is really as milky as I get things. But I will say when Zybra was talking about he puts in a coffee liqueur, I will do the Frangelico, the Bailey's, and add in some Kahlua. And yeah. the Kahlua is really nice. And if I can, splash in a little bit of Jameson. The Jameson, I don't know, it really gives it that bite. And I love to have the bite. All right, so I think we've gotten over. I think we've killed that question as, as much as we can. Um, next question that we got up is, oh, well, this is this is actually an age-old question. This is a question that's been being asked for, I think, at least three decades, maybe more. But, um, Damoc, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Ah... Uh. There's a number of things that I would do for a Klondike bar. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I love them. I eat them. So, yeah, give me a scenario. I'll tell you, tell you yay or nay. So so there's there's not really much limit is what, is what I'm sensing from you. Going down on a dead hooker. Uh, I mean, a dead hooker's a dead hooker, dude. I'm still going to get off after the fact. So, yeah, we're good. If there's a Klondike bar hidden up inside of there, we're going. <laughs> All right, Shadow. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Not a damn thing. I don't like vanilla ice cream. Really? What about the ones that have, like, the orange sherbet in them? 
No, no, not even that. But uh, for one of those strawberry shortcakes, I would do a lot of questionable things. That's my jam. I think they make a strawberry shortcake Klondike bar. They do. Since when? I, I could have swore since like the 90s. Since a while now. Are you looking around the room to see if there's like one with a copyright date on it or something? You got Klondike bars with strawberry? Dude, I'm in like a storeroom. I have weird shit everywhere. It's because you're the weird shit. I'm looking it up right now on, on, on Senor Google. I'm now going to get one of those strawberry uh, shortcake ice cream bars from work tomorrow. Yeah, right here. I'm, I'm staring at it. It's a, it's a Klondike bar. Um, strawberry cheesecake Kl- Klondike bar. Oh. Well, I never see them in stores. Yeah, they, they totally make them. Oh, well, we just skip the ice cream aisle in general. Hold on. I don't know. Can you see that? Uh, no. Uh, all I see is... It's there. Can... You could just you could just hit share the link. Hit share. Hit share the link. Oh god, you're gonna make me hit buttons now? Oh god, you gotta hit a button. And then you gotta tap god. me, and then it shares it with me, and then my phone vibrates, but it's in my pocket. Well put it next to your penis. That's where it already is. I'm just cutting you in to get me off. I'm putting it to lounge because that was way easier for me. Oh. You could always put it in your prison wallet. Oh, that's what I'm going to put it next. Now you've seen it. Now, now you have it. Oh, thank you. But some questionable things. Nothing illegal, just questionable. All right, Zyba. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Um, it depends on what kind of Klondike bar. <laughs> um, the, the coffee ones? See, it doesn't matter which one it is. The coffee crunch ones? Um, I... I'd run over a bunch of preschoolers. Well, I mean, for playing Death Race, I think that's like, what, four or 500 yeah. points? Yep. I'd wrestle a bear. Um, I, I'd make a porno in Shadow. <laughs> You'd do that anyways. We already did that. But the the Klondike bar is uh, just a little reward. <laughs> it's like when I have an ice cream sandwich every time we actually escape an escape room. Yes. You know, I'm trying to think what I would do for a Klondike bar. Uh, I'm not really finding a limit here. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I've actually reversed it. I'm trying to think of things I wouldn't do for a Klondike bar. Because man, it's like it was like a hundred and some odd degrees out today. I, I, I actually probably would have murdered somebody for an ice cream sandwich. Okay, would you uh, do this for a Klondike bar? Uh, go down on the two girls one cup after doing two girls one cup. <laughs> I did. Who do you think was there as the fluffer? Oh damn! Yeah, dude. I mean, you gotta lick a butthole once in a while in your life. Yeah, man. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. No. Wait, you're getting paid to lick buttholes? I'm not. Oh. Well, uh, then we need to renegotiate our contract, I guess. All right, I got Damn it. Damn it. Would you eat dumplings while watching dumplings? <sighs> nope, you found my limit. Right there. Won't do that. Wait, 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 wait. Say that one again. Would you eat dumplings while watching the movie Dumplings? I've never seen the movie Dumplings, but I've like I've seen a lot of shit-eating movies and surgery movies and 
Yeah, dude, I can eat during those and laugh at the same time where food comes out of my mouth and I'll pick it up off my shirt and shove it back in my mouth and everybody goes, how could you do that? And be like, fucking right, bitches, and I drink some more beer. Yeah, dumplings is what made me yak one day in a hotel room in Georgia after I ate bodega sushi. Yeah. No, no, there's my limit. I think you found it right there. All right, next question. Total next question. Um, oh, this is an easy one. Zyber, what's your favorite Pokemon? It's the whole line of uh, Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. All right. And then when you get into the French ones that uh, Shadow doesn't like, the Megas, the Mega Charizard. The damn French. All right, what about you, Damoc? It's your favorite Pokemon. You got to have one. I, I do, and I don't know what it's called because I got it on the Pokemon Go thing. It's the little, I don't know, it, it's a, an animal type thing, but it has like a skull for a mask. Cubone? Cubone? There you go. That thing looks cool as shit, and I want a hundred of them on Pokemon Go, but I don't have a whole bunch of them. Wait till he sees the Alola. Somebody explain to him the story of Cubone. The skull is his mother's skull. Oh, dude, like, my dick doesn't get harder now. Keep going. N- note that that Pokedex entry is written by a 10-year-old, so... Yep, yep, it's his mother's skull. It's like it died inside of uh, its mother or whatever, and, and it wears its skull around. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that it's uh, the Pokemon that has the skull face thing, and it looks cool. I want one of those. Wait, wait till he discovers the Alola variant of that, that it has, like, the fire sticks as well. Yeah, the bone. What about you, Shadow? The entire Cyndaquil, Quilava, Typhlosion family. Uh, God bless you. Now can you tell us about what Pokemon you like? Oh, did I do the thing where I muted it again? Uh, it is... <laughs> uh, I'm not winning tonight with the mic. Um, it's the Cyndaquil, Typhlosion family. Love them. All right, for, for for people who may not speak whatever language you just spoke. I thought it was the the Squirtle line. Oh no, that's just what my car's named. You don't you don't drive a red car in Virginia. That's how you get pulled over. Or an orange car for that matter. Yeah. So, uh for those of us who don't know what it is you just said, tell us what that actually is. Oh, it it looks like a I don't, I don't know, like, uh, um, uh, crap, it, I forget what animal it's similar to. It kind of looks like an anteater with fiery, fiery quills coming out of his back, yeah. and then when it evolves, it kind of looks like a, a anteater-ish thing with a fire blade on its back. It's more like a fire, like, cloak at that point. Its entire backside is just fire. Badass. Just just Google Typhlosion. You don't even have to spell it close to right. You'll find a picture. All right. Well, I guess I got I got to decide here, and, and I'm going to go with a really, really lame one because I've always liked them, and every time I find one in every Pokemon game, I always find them, and I always level them up and, and evolve them as soon as I possibly can. But I really like Magikarp. Oh, nice. I like Fair that little enough. guy. Because you know what? He just kind of he kind of screams out that whole, "Hey, you know what? I can't do anything, but if you stick with me, 
I'm going to do a lot. And that's what that little bastard does. Speaking of that, um, there there's another marine Pokemon. Uh, I, I'm wondering if you've caught it yet. It's actually named Marini. I have not. I'll have to check that out. But back to this uh, this fire-blazed looking thing. Dude, that looks like Godzilla if he ate Mexican. Yeah, but instead of coming out of his butt, it's coming out of his like his shoulders. It gives him like a kind of like when you wear like a, a fur coat that that fur layer around your neck. It's like that, but it's fire. Dude, it looks like a pissed off Godzilla on fire, and he'll bite you. Like this Godzilla should have been in the Hunger Games. I'd watch that Hunger Games, but I'd watch Hunger Games anyway. Ah. Uh... Oh, oy vey. Well. J-Law. On that note, Damoc, where can people find you at, man? Uh, blow me at DamocSucks.net or sitting in the GNA podcast, as always. Very nice. Cyberblood, where can people find you at? You can find me uh, shooting around on the GNA Discord, Twitter, Facebook, as well as my own Facebooks for Zyber Games. Very nice. Shadow, where can people find you at, man? The Discord chat and MorganBS.com. Jeez, you guys go too quick. I'm sitting here trying to type and shit, and I, I totally can't because, you know, you, you guys go so quick. You were elected to type, not to read. Well, I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me at Cecil vs. Games on Twitter. You can find me Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Facebook, Ustream, Twitch, uh, Mixer, YouTube, uh, or on the GNA Podcast Discord. You can find me there as well. So, go check us out. Let us know what you think. Uh, thank you. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Reviews on iTunes and Spreaker help people find us. So, if you enjoy the show, go watch, uh, or go give us a, a rate or review. And if you give us a review, we'll probably read it online. You can also find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, and wherever the hell else you want. Just let us know where it is, and we'll get hooked up there. Except for Spotify, we're not Amy Schumer or Schumacher or whatever the hell her name is. We don't get a spot. We don't get a a freaking podcast on Spotify. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Search at GNA Podcast or join us in our Discord chat. Uh, see the pin tweet. Facebook. We are also on Facebook. Search at GNA Podcast and. You'll find us there. We've started playing and hosting guests on our streaming feeds, twitch.tv forward slash GNA podcast and Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We have partnered up with Humble Bundle. Hey, Shadow, why don't you tell us about Humble Bundle? Humble Bundle. I got the thing. I'm hanging. I got to find it. <laughs> I yeah. love catching off guard. Oh, you caught me off guard. What? What's? Is this today's date? I think this is last week. Hang on. Let me refresh this. I don't. I don't have the thing with the updated numbers, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go off an old one here. Dude, it's there. Oh, really? Uh huh. What, what? What is it? Oh my god, I'm doing so bad right now. Okay, we have partnered with Humble Bundle. Oh wait, we already did that. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing services that we, GNA, are partnered with. You purchase games like you normally would, but with a twist. You choose what part goes to the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or the charity. You can give all the charity if you want, or none of it. Your call. Throw that question mark partner equal GNA podcast at the end of your humble bundle link before you buy to let them know we sent you that way. Oh god, I'm so bad at reading. 
So far this month, we have raised $13.55 for charity through our partnership with Humble Bundle. And there you have it. Good job. Good job. Bravo. Bravo. You just wanted to see how ADD I was today. It's pretty bad, actually. I did. I'm assuming that the the sleepy drugs are starting to kick in a little bit, so you're going to start to pass out soon. A little bit, yeah. We're a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community. Check out our good friends, um, Brian, Susan, and Carbonator over on 3-Player Co-op. Or go check out Perko, Wilco, and I'm blanking on the last guy's name, but go check them out on Ultra Super Mega. Um, you know, we haven't mentioned them in a while, and they are another great gaming podcast out of Australia. We're hoping, hoping that we can get our schedules kicked around and do some uh, good old bright and early 6 a.m. drinking and have them on the show again. Yeah, absolutely. You can email us at gnapodcast at gnaandyourdna.one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, so send us an email. Also, you're, you're, you've heard his voice, you've, you've seen his name. Check out MorganBS.com. He's our guy who is taking care of our logo and other artwork to come. Uh, if you've seen our website, you'll see it there. Um, we love that guy. Love him a long time. I even grabbed his butt. A little bit too, too tight there. I might have got a little butthole there with it. I humped his leg. He touched the no-hole. I did. I did. I got a, I got a good one in there. He even went, woo, as he went away. I gave him the good old doggy treatment. And don't forget to check us out at our new website at... www.gnapodcast.com Oh, I love it when you do that. I'm now, I'm now with Smart, though. I pulled the headphones away from my ear so I didn't go deaf. <laughs> Have a great night, guys. I'm not putting them back on.